Hi, everyone. We at Helpful Goat just want to acknowledge that things are really intense and scary and infuriating in the United States right now. We are feeling all of those things just as many of you are. And we just want to take this opportunity to say that Black Lives Matter and that we stand in solidarity with everyone who's hurting right now, with everyone who's fighting for their lives, and with everyone who's trying to make this country better than it currently is. Furthermore, we understand that solidarity means taking action and that we all have a moral imperative to do what we can to fight for justice. That's why we're each donating what we can to organizations that further the cause of racial equity in the United States. And we'd like to invite you to do the same if you're able. If you can afford to donate, please see this episode's description for some links to organizations that you can support that way. If you can't, we'll also be listing ways you can help that don't cost any money. Either way, we hope you join us in taking time to consider your personal role in the ongoing fight for racial justice, and that you're taking care of yourselves and each other during this very difficult time. We also want to say that we view playing and creating with one another as a valuable and vital part of human life. We hope and plan to continue sharing our D&D games with all of you, not as an escape from the real world, but as an extension of it. As one example of how people can connect, communicate, and experience joy, excitement, and mutual meaning-making together in a world with all too much inequity and hate. For us, D&D is all about collaborative storytelling and world-building. And we see value in that in a time when building a more just world together is absolutely essential. Thank you for listening. We love you all. Enjoy. Welcome back to Burden, a muddy spot under the boot of the Gohomian army. If you have a sword, you best know when to draw it. If you have money, you've probably left. And if there's someone you trust in this forgotten place, you hold on to them. We're all just trying to make it here, and maybe we ain't looking too close about what you gotta do to be good in a place like Burden. Drink. Did I just sing a duet yes, with Gary. Dom Monahan, guys? Yeah. That totally <laughs> counts. Yeah. Hey, uh, welcome everyone to Dom and Dragons, the podcast where Helpful Go Gaming plays Dungeons and Dragons with Dominic Monahan. Uh, I'm Andrew Gilbert, but tonight I'm your friendly neighborhood dungeon master, and I'm not alone. With me, as always, is the unbenevolent dictator of Helpful Go to Galway, playing the total druid Mekek Tumbledown. Hey, everybody. Lena, playing the Azamar Warlock, Elifire. Hi. Adam, playing the Bugbarian, Connie Demure. 
Thank you, and you'll be hearing from my lawyers. Solid. And, of course, Dominic Monaghan playing the halfling monk, Cryon Fane. What's up, friends? Awesome. How's everyone doing? Doing okay tonight? We're doing good. Well, you, I mean, you guys know about this because we've been chatting for half an hour before this began. I've been having a couple of little gremlin-y moments today. I accidentally booted myself off of my League of Legends account and can't sign myself back in. And then my, uh, my mouse stopped working and then my mic wouldn't work. But I feel like when these things happen, if they all happen at the same time and you just get through it, just power through it, then, you know, tomorrow you have less chance of those things occurring. So positive mindset, right? Positivity. I love it. Positivity. Positivity. Hey, hey. Yeah. Well, hey, uh, we are on Twitch tonight live, um, and we're going to be recording uh, an, an edited version of a podcast that will eventually come out. But tonight is live and raw. So there might be a whole bunch of weird things that happen that uh, you all uh, in the chat will be privy to um, that we may edit out for the final thing. So bear with us if we have a weird little uh, sound hiccup or if we have an odd um you know technical issue um dom takes yeah. out a router dom takes out yeah i think dom, dom takes, takes out, out a router <laughs> i wasn't funny i was don't put that evil on him dom comes over to my house just rips the router out of the wall hey, i wouldn't put it past me with the day that i've had today i might start ripping <laughs> my own router out in a minute nice yep um yeah and um so a couple uh awesome uh thank yous to sam winnie uh, who wrote the theme song beasts of burden that you just heard um and uh, wrote something else for this evening that uh, I, I won't quite give away yet. Um, would, would, but which he told me, everyone he's very excited about. <laughs> and yeah, yeah. I'm very excited about. Nice. Uh, and to Monty, uh, at Miraculous Monty on Twitter for the amazing, amazing cute art <laughs> that is just so great. Um, thank you so much, Monty, as well. All right. Um, well, then, without further ado... Maybe we begin tonight's episode of Dumb and Dragons. After defending themselves from the demon beast, this motley crew carefully made their way into town, into the square itself where they heard some demonic creatures had a member of the town, Rose. In fact, the former leader of Elif's gang. After a brilliant and tough fight with this creature that was hunting someone named Grom Ketchery, the group was thanked rigorously by the town. They lifted Elif and Cryon up on their shoulders, danced around, even in the midst of dark and stormy rain and a bit of distant thunder. You've all been placed back down on the ground now. The town has rallied around you, but because it's storming, you've all kind of taken to the overhanging eaves of of nearby buildings to get out of the rain. What is it all of you would like to do? Well, can I ask a, um, can I ask a time, time dependent question at this point? Oh, sure. Do we uh, do we get the opportunity to level up based on our incredible performance in the last 
You Skirmish. absolutely do. Absolutely. Is it, is it, is it, is it as, as, as a noob, is that, is it, I mean, I, I'm, I, I'm kind of asking a rhetorical question here yeah. a little bit, but I guess it always makes sense to be more powerful in the game as quickly as possible, as opposed to taking a rest and then leveling up or making a move and right. then leveling up. Well, after, after the, you, you have to technically take a rest in order to level up. Um, oh. But after, after the fight uh, and you're all just sort of as a, as a whole town, just kind of now waiting around for the rain to stop, uh, you can have conversations and we will count this as a short rest. So you will have a chance to level up. Um, in, in fact, while while everyone's sort of thinking of a few conversations they might want to have with the people around Rose, uh, Grom, or even the soldier that was captured um, that it uh, kind of helped Cryon out. If, as you're sort of thinking of that, why don't we get Cryon leveled up here? Nice. So yeah, why don't you uh, roll um, roll a hit dice, Cryon, in your character sheet uh, a hit dice will be kind of under your underneath your hit points underneath my hit points yes it has a number three next to it oh no it has a, it's yep. a d8 right yep and if you just click that uh, word hit dice that should roll up and then you get to decide whether you want to take yours or mine uh, a two out of eight yeah, I'll so I'll I'll take a chance that I'll get yours because that was out of eight. That was a poor one, right? Okay, here's mine. A three. Yeah. yeah. So uh, okay. you're gonna gain yeah. four more hit points, uh, mm -hmm. which will take you to a total of twenty-five. Mm -hmm. And currently, um, you are up to eighteen, uh, just currently. Nice. Um, you also gain hit dice. For leveling up, you gain a key point. Nice. So I now have four. Nice. And, yeah, short rest, you gain all of those back. You also gain a slow fall, uh, which means you're going to take a lot less damage if you fall from kind of a great height. Nice. Where does that slow fall show up? Is that in my kind of abilities section? Yeah, it's going to be, um, yeah, I'm going to put it in the features and traits, kind of on that right side. Okay. Beautiful. Um, Beautiful. And then you have a decision to make at level four, which is, do you want to uh, increase ability scores, like strength or dex or intelligence or something like that? Mm. Or would you like to get a feat? Yeah, now I had a look. <clears throat> yeah. Excuse me. I, ha I had a look at the feats, and some of them were really good, especially the ones that said that if any of my team roll a one, I can give them the ability to roll again. That was the most attractive out of all of the feats. But then yeah. I think maybe ultimately the most attractive thing was improving my dexterity, which improved a whole bunch of other things about my abilities is that right that's absolutely correct because monks mm. uh their armor class is based on partly dexterity uh your all of your attacks are based on dexterity um your acrobatics and stealth and sleight of hand skills would all go up um yeah that's a hard one to ignore um so yeah, yeah. Yeah, I did. I did do a little bit of reading today, and ultimately, even yeah. though obviously everything's attractive about gaining a new ability anywhere, sure. I think I am going to go for improving my uh, improving my dexterity overall. 
Beautiful. All right. That is then put at an 18. Yeah. All right. Which, yeah, adds everything up automatically there for you then. Beautiful. <laughs> so exciting to level yeah. up, you dudes. All right. Uh, okay. So, um, I think, yeah, I think that's everything for the level four monk. Um, and, and to be clear, the rest of us have, we did some leveling up business off stream. Right. Yep. They rolled hit points. Uh, let me know a few of their new abilities. Although, Elif, Lena has <laughs> has not told me their sort of it's new spell secret. and ability. It's a secret, evidently. I can whisper it to you in roll 20. It's no, just no. a secret of how I want to use it, but you should know. Yeah. You should know because it no, will it's be, fine. you'll help me out. No, I'm going to whisper it to Andy. <laughs> okay, okay. All right, you do that. Uh, all right, uh, so the rest of you... Uh, it's raining hard. Um, the the aftermath of the battle is is still on your minds. You're crying. You're nursing a few burns still. Um, the rest of you are sort of exhausted and tired, but this short rest is uh, is quite nice. So, what would you like to do? Um, if you want to take uh, any hit dice uh, during this short rest, that'll give you some more HP back which might not be bad for you, Cryon, to expend a couple of those. So uh, just taught me taught me through that. So what does yeah. that mean? I roll a couple of hit dice and that gives me... Whoa. However, right, that'll give you uh, uh, an, a boost in hit points to your current hit points. Ah. You get four of them total. Uh, yeah. And you get, you get half of those back every long rest. So when you sleep tonight, you'll get two more back. Um... So you could spend all four right now, um, and get two back. But that tonight, would that would can, make me that would make that would make me kind of weaker in what way? It just means like the next short rest, you might not have as many to use, and you might need them more even. So it's a so, little so bit of a resource. Would you would you hedge your bets and roll two and keep the other yeah, two? Yeah, you're, you're at eighteen and you need uh, twenty five maximum. So two would probably get you pretty close. Okay, I'll roll two. So I'll just two. So I'll just hit the hit dice button twice. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. Ugh. That's not bad. And six, ten. Mm. All right. So yeah, you're at yeah, full okay. hit points then. Beautiful. Nice. Nice. Uh, Connie is just kind of leaning against the uh, platform in the middle of town where. Yeah. He had been f fighting that thing, um, the armored thing. And he is, yeah, just kind of nursing the wounds that he got in the fight and just kind of yeah. gazing around grumpily at uh, at this this stinking, rotting town that he's grown <laughs> to love, um, <laughs> I guess. And, um, and yeah, I'm going to roll a hit die, the one that I got from leveling up. Okay. Eight. All right. Is that cool with you, Andy? If we roll the one that we're getting off of the level? Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. I don't mind that. If everyone is done with hit dice, dice. Four hit dice for me. Now I'm done. <laughs> All right. Now, if everybody is done with hit dice, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to Elephas, not Lena. Elif is going to go find um, Rose. Okay. Uh, yeah, she's already sort of directing a few people. Um, she seems to kind of be taking charge of 
of uh, arming a few of the, the residents of the town. And she sees you come up to her and she nods, finishes her conversation and then kind of takes you uh, to the side of one of the, the awnings where the rain is just sort of splashing down into the mud. Hey, so it's like really great to see you again after like seven years, because seven years is a really long time, especially because I was like only 18. So you just like, you know, like a huge chunk of my life gone, gone without you. Um, where were you for seven years? Like, what the heck? Also, great to see you Elif, again. Elif, Elif, breathe, please. Just take a breath. I mean, I am breathing. I would pass out if I wasn't breathing, clearly. Obviously, I'm breathing. Right? She smiles and... Uh, I, I can't tell you everything. Um, but just know that uh, I'm coming back. I couldn't stay away from this town for too long. I, uh, yes, well, uh, it seems like you've grown up a bit and... You didn't burn the whole place down? That's good. I mean, not like for lack of trying, right? No, I wasn't. I mean, I wasn't really trying. <laughs> I did burn down a, a really... Oh, I shouldn't say that really loudly. I burned down an officer's house last night, and it was fucking awesome! <laughs> um, but, like, also, like, just I've been gone for a while, and it wasn't gone that long. It's not really like, like a, you know, that's not like an explanation, Rose. Seven years is a long time. You were like, you were like... You were like my mother, okay? And you just like disappeared. My parents were trash. They're scumbags. You were the only person I had to look up to. And you just walked out on me. Elif, breathe. It's okay. I know. I know what I did. I, I needed to protect you. I couldn't stay here. I, there was, there was something I needed to figure out on my own. And I did. Okay. What, 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 what was that thing? What was that thing, Rose? Well, um, there's something big happening. It's not just the war. It's... It's bigger than the war. It's bigger than nations and countries. And there's something happening that's going to be affecting all of us. All people. Wigmolians, Koholnians... Bovalians, everyone. If you give me time, I can set a few things right and let you in on that. But for now, just be happy that we have our town still in one piece. <coughs> cult! <coughs> cult! Rosie's in a cult! <coughs> You're not there! And why haven't you killed that one yet? <laughs> He's, not He's not here. Um, yeah, because you would have. She would have known Connie, right? When Connie was sheriff. Yeah. Um, awkward. Um. Anyway. <laughs> no. Okay. But like, like I get what you're saying, and I, I appreciate that you were doing something super, 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 super important. But also, like, it was seven years, and I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Uh. I don't know. That's not really a good explanation, but I'll guess I'll like I guess I'll try try to be patient. Try to let you let me in on it and trust me. You should trust me. But okay. I do, I do. I just need you to take a patient breath. After we get everything settled, after Burden is safe again, I'll let you in on everything, I promise. 
I'm proud of you. You've done really well without me. Happy to see you again. Yeah, I mean, I mean, like, don't get me wrong, I am super, 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 super happy to see you again. Like, ecstatic. It's just also like, I don't know, it's like, um, bittersweet, kind of mixed. But, but yeah, we can, we can talk about it later. I have, I guess, other stuff to deal with. That turtle man is my friend and I need to help him with something. So, yeah. Okay. And Cryon, uh, what were you thinking of doing? Um, I was, is that guard around, you know, the guard from a few episodes yeah. ago that, that kind of gave us a little bit of a helping hand? Is he close by? Yeah, during the fight, he dropped his weapon and so the townspeople tied him up, captured him. Um, and they're kind of poking him. Uh, the goblin with the two wolves is over there poking him with a stick right now. Um, but he's okay. uh, awake and if you want to talk to him, that's fine, yeah. I'd like to maybe go over um, and see, I think Cryon goes over and, and tries to, with the good favor that he's in with the, with the townspeople, uh, see if he can unshackle the guy and, and take him away from the, the kind of prodding and jeering that he's receiving, which doesn't seem to be <laughs> fair when, when he was yeah. nice to us at one point. Right. Uh, there's a particularly kind of old uh, orcish woman who, who has a has a rope around him, uh, and she's really giving you kind of the stink eye. But does does hand the rope over to you, and if you'd like to untie him, that's fine. Uh, yeah, I think I think Crying kind of nods to the crowd. Thank you. Turns, shares a kind of knowing look with his guard friend, as if to say, keep your mouth shut, we're, um, we're not completely out of the woods, and says to the crowd, or says to the, the people gathering, I'll take care of this. I'll talk to him. Don't worry, he'll, uh, he'll learn his lesson. Uh -huh. yeah. Brian kind of walks him away from the group. Okay. Unties the ropes around his hand. I'm looking at my character sheet. I have, is it, is it 13 pieces of silver and 21 pieces of, what is that, bronze? Brass? Gold. What is that? Yeah, oh, 21 gold. pieces of gold. Yeah. Can I, can I give this soldier guy a piece of gold and thank him and uh, yeah. tell him that he, he probably would do better to, uh, to get out of sight sooner rather than later? Uh, yeah, he'll take, he'll take the gold and... Um, it's maybe a little hard to see in the in the, the the wet of the rain, but he smiles deeply, and perhaps even a tear kind of forms in his eye, and he wipes that a little bit. And, uh, he he starts taking off uh, the red and white vestments of of um, the Goholnian army. Um, underneath is just kind of a skinny kid, uh, probably no more than like eighteen. Um, some some old leather armor. Uh, he hands you the the uniform and says, "I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go home. That's where I should be. Do what you can to stop all of this peacefully. No no more Vigmolians or Gaholians should die." Good. Good. Be with your family. That's what matters in these times. Hmm. Uh, 
Look, uh, a large number of them. Uh, they left this, uh, early in, early in the morning, and, and they took off east. They were going to uh, accompany something into town. I, I don't know what it was, um, but they will return later tonight. Just so you know. Thank you. We appreciate the uh, the information. You you should be on your way. Ah, thank you. Thank you. And he bows and heads off. If he's heading away, um, can I sort of see him moving away? Right, yeah. You see him sort of duck into an alley, um, kind of over by where Cryon was talking to him. Well, because I probably actually would have wanted to talk to him, so I might have been sure. ambling while Cryon was. Okay. Um, and maybe I hear, like, the very last part of that. Yeah. That's probably a good idea. You said that you wanted to go home and... I'm glad that you'll have the chance to, but I have to ask. Yes. Have you seen any prisoners, especially any that the higher-ups were taking a particular interest in? A human woman? Um, was it, they, were, they were with a girl. Uh, they were walking around. She was giving them... It seemed like she was giving them orders, but it... It was really probably just a shopping list of sorts, it seemed. Uh, do, do you know this person? And I'll describe Kalia briefly. Is that what she looked like? Ah, uh, yes, yes. Yes, exactly. That is my sister. Oh. I believe that she was taken by the Goholnians. Do you know where she might be? Ah, uh, they were somewhere kind of on the north end of, of town when I saw them, uh, probably three days ago. And I've not seen her since, but she certainly, uh, had guards and soldiers around her the whole time. Do you know of anywhere on the north side of town where they might keep someone since she wasn't in the jail? No, I don't, I don't, uh... I, I would think I would even see if it was one of the buildings over there, but I do not. I'm sorry. No, no, thank you. I I hope you have safe travels. Um, and I'm actually going to hand him a couple of my rations. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. I will tell the people of my town about you. If you are ever in uh, Wickamp, please look us up. Wow! Wow! <laughs> what? 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 Uh, when does this take oh. place? <laughs> so that's a reference to our <laughs> our main game world. Uh, yeah, this takes place probably when the other group got to like Sherstow for oh the fall for the fall gosh. thing. Gosh, I didn't realize it was that. <laughs> far long ago in reference to our main campaign that's yeah. really sad and tragic and i hate you andy <laughs> wait wait are we are we are we way far in the past or way far in the future a little in the past from the goats and dragons where they are now yeah basically wick camp that this guard <laughs> and his family is from wick camp gets uh, thing, just, let's 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 not uh, spoil anything for anyone who might want to catch up bad things <laughs> happen to wick camp and okay, the, that's thing that the, yeah. sound, the sound effect for me of womp womp. 
<laughs> um, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And Mikhail's like, sorry. "Good. I I hope you I hope you can go and be home and be safe." And he takes off, uh, running through the alleys down that way. And I think that the other thing that McKeck would sort of be doing as with that conversation and as he was sort of getting his breath back after the battle, uh, would be looking at that ring that he found um, in the swamp and trying to figure out what it might be. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, you can give me an arcana check uh, as you're trying to look at that. 17. 17. All right. With the 17, it appears to be a ring of water breathing. Neat. With this ring on, uh, you should be able to breathe comfortably underwater. Nice. Hopping that on a finger. <laughs> and you think if it's still on, though, while you're on land, that might get, yeah, troublesome. Hmm. But does it feel like it activates, or when I put it on, it activates? Uh, yeah, with the 17, probably just when you put it on. Okay. So I might actually uh, sort of quickly put it in a pouch so that it's readily accessible, along with some of like sure the herbs that I use and things. Yeah, beautiful. All right. Okay, you dudes, what do you think? Experienced D&D players, what do you do after a major skirmish battle? Do we do we get gear? Do we do we go explore? Do we What do we what do we do? So we got to like get ready for tonight, right? Because there's a pretty strong implication that something big is happening tonight. Something bad is being moved into town and that Kalia is involved. Um I am mm. totally ready for tonight cuz I'm a warlock. So <laughs> I've got all my spell slots back, and I'm totally healthy, and all my resources are back up. Um, what would help you yeah. all get prepped? Well, I f- I feel like I'm ready, but as a noob, I could I could act like I'm ready, and and ultimately be moving all you guys into a Leroy Jenkins. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you know, I don't I don't know. You just don't know. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, sort of where I am is like I can't really get anything else back without it being a long rest and. We which I don't prob- think we have time for. Yeah, which I don't think we have time I don't know what time, time of day for. it is. Um, I'm good on equipment. I don't know if there's anything else that will help anyone that we could get. I don't know if there's... I mean, I'm kind of feeling like we're in a bit of a town hero situation. Yeah, we are. We are. <laughs> um, if there's any equipment that, you know, would be an upgrade for Connie or Elif or Cryon... <clears throat> yeah, we're in we're in good favor. I don't know about any kind of upgrades that Connie needs, but anybody who looks at him would see that he's he's not feeling perfect right now. Like he's he's indigestion. <laughs> <laughs> it could be. I think it's a combination of indigestion and several stab wounds. Mm, that'll do. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so I don't know if 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 we have enough favor that, or if Mikak. I mean, I don't know if it's cheating that we have a party member who owns a like a a shop that would have supplies, but yeah, uh, like a pharmacy. Well, I kind of made the two potions that I could make in this time scale. Yeah. Um, I do have potions. I don't know if there's any like equivalent of like temple of healing or you know 
priest who might be able to cast a healing spell for us. Um, yeah, does Connie have any friends who are priests, Andy? <laughs> no. Uh, there is uh, Mother Mosey uh, in town. Um, you don't see her in the crowd uh, around you now, um, but uh, she, uh, as a hobgoblin in town, um, can offer a little bit of a service. Um, you can also kind of ask around the people here if anyone um, has anything like that. And here's the thing is that Connie, I don't think, is going to go out of his way to to look for yeah. healing. So this is purely like Adam at the table level saying, <laughs> like, asking. yeah, he could use some yeah. healing. But Connie's too proud yeah. to ask. I feel you. I feel you. <laughs> Which, and I'm totally cool with him going into yeah. tonight with uh, with not full health. Um, but yeah. yeah. Oof. Um, and then Galway, you're... McKeck came over to what, like halfway through that conversation with me and the and the soldier boy. We did you did you pick up on exactly what he was saying that he he knew that there was a crowd coming back later on. Did he did he give us a specific time? Did he give us a specific number? Not really, right? Not really. And I think that McKeck kind of came over right at the very end when you had when you had said to him like it's probably best for you to just go home now. And it kind of right, right. repeated that sentiment and said, but before you go, could you answer my questions a little bit? Um, if you relayed that to me, it's like, well, it seems like everything is happening tonight. We know from Grom that they're bringing the weapon through. We know that Kalia spoke to old man Mithenmir and got the path ready for them to go through and it should be something with winning the war etc i don't it makes no sense to me that kalia would be helping them they must have captured her and forced her help but my question is why her mm. i mean maybe they maybe they're using her maybe she's Maybe she's being used as a as a shield in some way so that we don't just run in and attack them, you know. Um, Lena, can I ask your character, is she able to throw fire or manipulate? She's able to manipulate fire in some way, right? Create fire? Like, what's the vibe there? She's able to um, both create and throw fire with, um, with produced flame. I mean, if we were, if if we had enough time to create some sort of tinderbox type thing, so that if if it starts cracking off, Lena has or Elif, um, excuse me, has a place that she can hit and create a a huge explosion. Yeah, that, that's so a pretty good way of using our time potentially. That's right? a good plan. And Elif can, Andy, let me do a custom background where I'm an explosive specialist. So Elif can create um, explosives to damage. It's not to damage people, it's to damage like structures. Um, but I can, with my explosive alchemist kit, create explosives that I could then light with produced flame. Um, and we also know the exact path, right? Because old man Mithenmir said to us, like she reserved the big sort of main cut through 
hidden. I like that old man Mithimir runs a farm and apparently like facilitates smuggling operations. That's just his deal. <laughs> yeah. Hey man, it's burden. Yeah. A t- he has a he has like a side hustle with a toll road. What's going <laughs> Pretty on? Pretty much, yeah. Like he has a no questions asked toll road that I apparently could just use based on favors. Um, <laughs> Do you, but, so does Elif need anything to be set up in that regard, or you can literally just start throwing fireballs around at whim, willy nilly? I mean, they're like fire, like like they're small. They're very small fireballs. I don't have big fireball yet. Um, I will. Soon. Soon. Next yes. level. Um, oh, wow. I think next level. Yeah, right? Yeah, fifth. Yeah. Five. Yeah, fifth okay. Spell, so um, but I don't have it yet. But I could um, I could spend some of the time before we think that they're coming through setting up explosives with my explosive alchemist kit that I could then be ready to detonate along that path. And do we, Andy, just based on what... Uh, is that all yeah. seem legit also, Andy? Is that okay? Yeah. Like, I know it's like yeah. a custom background that we didn't put a lot of thought into. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah especially enough to, like, disable uh, a, a couple carts or something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah to create yeah. chaos wouldn't be able to like down. Right, yeah, yeah. This isn't going to be the equivalent of stacking five fireballs in that area. Right, yeah. But um, I also had a question of, do we have a, like, I assume from the way that that interaction happened that McKeck knows exactly the path that sort of Kalia reserved. Yeah, uh-huh, yeah. That, that, like, you know, maybe there's a couple of, <laughs> since it seems like he has a couple of smuggling paths, but, like, I know the one that she, she seemed to be thinking of specifically. Um, I'd also wonder if, and this is just dirt, right? Yeah, pretty much, yeah. Uh, there, it's it's some old, like, uh, uh, you know, like the when. when sort of you don't harvest the corn but you just sort of let it turn to husk mm, basically yeah, yeah. it's kind of that brown yeah but but it's not like this isn't like a paved path or anything no right um so if if you just uh suggested in some way elif of like i could set up explosives mckeck would also be like i'm also capable of producing a mean pitfall if we need it i like that <laughs> yeah yeah, so I'd spend some time today um, making, looking at the path, making some of those checks with my kit um, to figure out the best places to like lay explosives where they'd be hidden and where it would also create chaos and maybe screw okay. some carts up um, and then yeah. laying those explosives. Yeah, um, as you're kind of getting ready to do that too, Grom um, sort of comes over and kind of sees and, and listens a little bit to your conversation to, to hear what you're doing and says ah listen um, I'm not sure what is coming tonight I don't even know if it's the actual weapon it's it's very good for us to get information before we just start blowing stuff up I would say I don't, like, I don't know what you're saying, that I love blowing stuff up. I blow stuff up all the time as, like, a first line of defense and of offense, and it works great, like, 100% of the time. Right, I'm, t- I'm just saying, if if we have a chance to peer in a cart and just make sure there's no kids or something, might be, well, okay. might be good. All right, Grom. What, do, do you know where this cart is, Grom? Like, we uh, need to... I heard, I heard they're bringing it uh, something in tonight, uh, and that... Very soon, 
a, a very, very powerful weapon will be moving through Burden. And I don't know if the two are linked or the same. That's that's all I know. Okay. And we also know from what you told us, Kryon, and the guard told you, and what he told me, it seems like they've been using Kalia as some sort of local resource. So it seems likely that what she said to old man Mythenmir is connected. So maybe we have the explosives as a backup plan slash coup de gras. Yeah. yeah. It's always nice to have a plan. Sure. First plan, backup plan. Explosive. Those are different. Those are first plan, backup plan are, are opposed to each other. <laughs> yeah. That's well, true. No, no, they're not. If you've only got like one plan, if you've got one plan, then your first plan is your backup plan, right? Right? Well, yeah, totally. So I was thinking that perhaps the first plan might be more the pitfalls and questions, and then the backup plan would be the explosives and general carnage. Oh. Yeah, I second that. <laughs> I, I second that. I feel like I feel like fireballs is last case scenario if if things really start to crack off. If we can trap these guys and hurt the least amount of people, especially since we're also trying to save McKeck's sister, you guys. I, I would appreciate we not us not blowing up Kali. Okay. I, I mean I guess I guess I don't know what you guys are saying, so I will just lay the explosives but not like not blow anything up until we know what's going on, right? Yeah, totally. Yeah. Could, could I put forward a potential um, suggestion? I, I think there's a chance I might be the fastest in the group and maybe the hardest to spot. What if I go and see if I can get a look at this cart and group of people before they're in the town and we have to start making some real decisions? I might be able to get there, get back, and be able to tell you guys what would what we have to do with that. Does that make sense to you guys? Andy, do we no. know where they are? Can a group split, Andy? Here's a, there's a new question. <laughs> can a Dungeons and Dragons group split huh. like that? Huh. Huh. Oh, can they? It it's can, a great question, but yeah. There's like a meme with with D and D where it's always like don't split the party is like a very Yeah. Um and uh, so you might die if you split off. You very <laughs> right, well can die. I have That's, no help. Some of the most fun I've had in D and D has been when I split the party. Dumb. Right. That's the thing. Is it's probably safer not to. However, yeah, it's so much more fun sometimes to do it. <laughs> so it's yeah. whatever you want. You are totally allowed. But but also just just also let me give and while I I, I absolutely one hundred percent agree that's a fair description for Mandy of splitting the party. It should also be noted that while Adam's statement is true, some of the most fun he's ever had in D&D is when his character is, like, a hair's breadth away from death. <laughs> yeah. Right. yeah. You could, um, you could... You You're could, a risk taker. <laughs> you I could probably go slightly ahead of the group. Right. Where if the group right. sort of set up, like, a little uh, kind of ambush, maybe, you could kind of meet them you know, a couple minutes away, try to get underneath and, and look into what they're carrying um, without being too far away from them. Yeah, okay. And so another question, and I'm sorry, this is... Yeah? This is why I don't tend to do the tactical combat setup, because I have lots of questions. You're so I'm going to do this thing. I'm going to do it. Um, there's still 
standing stalks of corn in the fields, right? Like they've been harvested, yes. but the stalks are still there. So there's probably yeah, a good five to six feet mm-hmm. of standing, also visual cover. Right. Yes. Though. Yeah, so, you could easily hide in the kind of corn right next to the path. And I would think, though, that if in the middle, as they're getting through this, since the path goes through a pair of fields, at about this point, they're going to have almost no visibility. Right. They're going to be able to see in front of them and behind them, but there's going to be very little from, you know, any other sort of visibility. So I wonder about trying to lay with mold earth essentially a giant pitfall here. Okay. So say two thirds of the way through. Yeah. Position ourselves near the entrance of the path and maybe Cryon could have gone, you know, more out in the fields or in like even the cover of the forest. Yeah. Tried to slip in, but that would put him closer to us and then we would be attacking after the pitfall happened. Sure. Uh also, if Cryon doesn't leave 120 feet of me, I have message. Can I just say that I've always got oh. message up on him? So if there's something that we need to communicate or he needs to communicate to us. Yeah. Wait, what's that? We have a we have a telepathic ability, the two of us? A spell, yeah. It's a spell that it's not telepathic. You have to whisper out loud. Um, but it can make it so that we can communicate as long as you don't leave 120 feet of me. Oh, that, well, that... that could be a great way to uh, get a jump on these guys. I like that. You also do have guard uniforms available, as several of them have died, and Cryon, you've been given a nice one. Yeah, I just want to put forward that a three-foot-six guy in a guard uniform <laughs> is probably going to be a giveaway that he's not part of the army, so maybe that's more of a, a, more of a Connie vibe than me. Can you imagine? All like flop, floppy, <laughs> floppy sleeves and like a helmet, like bouncing around on his head. <laughs> was one of the guards a halfling, Andy? Uh, no, one was a dwarf, uh, which is the closest. Similar. Which would uh, be a little bit big on Cryon, um, but yeah. better. But also, um, you also could get it hemmed. I was going to say, town, town heroes. Since it's, I feel like yeah. a little bit of minor tailoring work would be doable. Sure, right. certainly. Yeah, you could definitely do that if you wanted to get it nice and fitted. Um, before tonight. So this army would would accept dwarf and halfling soldiers, yeah? Yes. Probably not like a bugbear or an Azamar or a turtle, <laughs> but a halfling, yes. <laughs> Fuck these guys. Well, let's let's do that, you dudes. Um, Cryon loves a bit of tailoring. He's, yeah. he's a fan. <laughs> and that gives you a little extra cover. Yeah. Can I... Can I hop in here with a little bit of business? So, like, Dude, yeah, cool. while Mikak, Cryon, and, and Elif would have been kind of huddling and kind of planning this stuff out, Connie um, might have been nearby, uh, but yeah, I would suggest that he's been with the same, the, the, the classic Connie kind of grimace on his face. He's actually been holding the, the tinder box with the initials VL on it. Yeah. And he's been kind of turning it over in his hand. And I would suggest that he's been kind of reminiscing. Uh, and it's been kind of like a uh, like a montage of times in his time as sheriff when he got injured and his, <laughs> and his 
friend and coworker Vern yeah. was like was right there with him, kind of like telling him like you've got to you've got to go get some healing. <laughs> and there's like a montage of several things like this, like out like by by a crime scene, like Connie has just gotten stabbed and like a spear sticking out of him, and Vern Loris, the orc, <laughs> is standing there, kind of like gesticulating, like you're the sheriff, you've got to go get the spear ticket out of you. And then like once in the in, back in the jail, like in the sheriff's office or whatever, yeah. like Vern just hanging his head, like, come on, Connie, you got to do this, right? <clears throat> so this this has been this is unfolding in Connie's head as he's as he's turning the the tinderbox over and over and yeah. now I'm, I'm going to do what I hope is a low stakes splitting of the party. Connie is going to slink away. He does not want anybody to know that he's potentially seeking healing, but he's kind of, huh? kind of give this like half sigh, half grunt. And he's going to put the tinderbox in his pocket and he's going to say, God damn it, Fern. You always knew what was best for me. And he's going to go f- try to find Mother Mosey. Is that okay. what you said? Yeah. 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 Uh, very nice. Yeah. It, it, it doesn't take long to convince Mother Mosey um, to heal one of the heroes of the town at this point. Uh, uh, and she'll she'll lay her hands on you. Kind of a green light uh, emerges. Um, you get nine uh, points of healing. Cool. Now don't go getting stabbed so much, all right, darling. You, you always were getting all bloodied up. Why don't you take it easy, okay? Let them fighting for the, for the other kind of folk. I don't know, Momo. Is that what Connie calls Mother Mosey? Why not? <laughs> that's my that's my that's my mom's name. Momo. Oh man. <laughs> Tell her. That's what calls my mom. She's a hot now. Honor. Sorry. In honor of her mother. In honor of Tom's mother. <laughs> uh, I don't know, Momo. Never been one to run away from a fight. And fights have never been one to run away from me. I don't know what's going on here tonight, but I have a feeling something's coming to burden. And with Vern gone, I don't know. I think I might have to step up. Well, may her rugged uh, bless you and keep you, son. Thanks, Momo. Thanks for the healing. Don't tell anybody I came here for this. Okay, I won't. All right. I'll see you later, Momo. <laughs> Cryon cry cry arrives back in the square, completely replete in his armor, looking fantastic. That's gives nice. everyone a little. Gives everyone a little twirl clicks his heels together. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> and Connie comes back and joins the others. All right, what's the plan here? Are we exploding shit or garden shit? So that's like like the, like the, the backup plan. The backup plan was to explode shit, um, which is apparently right. the second plan you make for if the first plan fails is what a backup plan is. I don't even like ever occur to me to do that. I just blow shit up. Uh, I don't really, I think the first plan is like for Cryon to like, I don't know, uh, Sneak? Sneaky? Yeah, yeah, nice, nice, Elf. Um, I think I'm going to take a a big wide kind of circle of the party and come on in 
behind them and see if I can just slip in with the marching yeah. troops and at that point maybe get a message to Elif? Is is that right, Elif? What, I can do that? Yeah, Elif can message you, like kind of almost on a loop, like keep saying like, hey, do you know anything? Do you know anything? And you can respond. That's how that uh, would work. You couldn't like initiate the message, but you can respond to Elif. It's like a one-sided, one-way walkie-talkie. It's like a walkie. Kind of, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, okay. <laughs> it's only a walkie, yeah. It's just All right. A uh, so, why doesn't uh, everyone uh, who wants to stick around and hide for the ambush sort of position uh, where you'd like to do that? Uh, and then, Cryon, you'll probably set up down here ish yeah. by the woods. And by the time yeah. they come up, you sort of join them, it sounds like. Uh, and yeah, follow I'm liking them that. Okay. I'm liking that. Uh, and then, what have we? what have we set up for. Uh, what have we actually set up prior to this? So the sort of dotted lines that I was doing there where I was yeah. trying to cut across and then would try to sort of disguise it because you commented that there's like the ground is matted with these sort of um, leftover husks of corn um, yeah. from previous years um, to sort of then weave that over and I was planning for that to sort of be about probably a 10 foot deep trench. Okay. Um, about where I marked it. So again, about sort of two thirds of the way through. Okay. Um, and other than that, I might actually put a couple of easy to spot, uh, not easy to spot, but like m- l- less less major works. Um, sure. Because no one else should be coming through here right. tonight. Um, so entrance paths to the town are kind of cut off. Beautiful. All right. Yeah, and I would have been using my explosive specialistness. Specialistness. That's not a word. Anyway. Gotcha. Um, yeah. to, Specialities? Yes. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um to determine um, basically where I should lay explosives for if we go with the backup plan um, to create the most chaos and um, kind of slow them the the most. Um, So where do you, like, how many explosives do you think that would be? And I would have done that. Okay, yeah, just kind of dotted along this path a little bit. Yeah. Then, Because, again, you're not sure if this is going to be, like, one big wagon or, like, a train of, like, ten or... What exactly? Right. Yeah. Uh, okay. Elif, we are Elalina. We're currently a <laughs> hundred and yeah, way, about hundred and forty-five feet away from each other, ish. Yeah, we yeah, need to be hundred and twenty. So if Elif, you're like right on the edge there, yeah. Yeah, kind of hiding. The crag can be about there, ish. Like. Okay. That looks. Yeah. Yeah, that looks good. Right. Okay. Good. And then I would also, I would be trying to basically be one with the corn um, and hide as well as I could here. Gotcha. Yeah. Yep. Right next to the farmhouse, um, you are hiding in the fields. Cryon is further off into kind of the, the muddy grassland almost. Um, trying not to get about hundred more than 120 feet from you, Elif. Um, if you are set up, then 
we can skip ahead in time to uh, nightfall. I think the only other thing yep. that I would mention as a preparation <laughs> yeah. is once the caravan or whatever it was was coming through, yeah, I will likely use uh, mold earth to make the checkpoint right by us um, uh-huh. difficult terrain. Okay, cool. Yeah, we can do that. So, like that would sort of be prepped. I would also, as soon as it was seeming reasonable for time, um, yeah. ready shillelagh and magic stone. My new cantrip. Right. And so the only um, the only spell you would you haven't used a spell slot in in this, right? No. You've dug the trenches and stuff. Okay, cool. Yeah. And I was gonna say, and that's the thing is like I can have. I think it's up to three of the non-permanent effect or the of the non-instantaneous effects of mold earth up. But yeah. that's that doesn't apply to like the trenches because the earth is moved. <laughs> right. Like, yeah, yeah. I literally like, moved the earth away and then scattered it around. <laughs> so Gotcha. Yeah, it sounds good. What are the uh marching orders that you guys would have given Connie for tonight's plan? Probably once once they sort of go in and discover the trench, unless we've heard something else from Cryon, we should move in to subdue slash try to secure Kalia first priority, Cargo second priority, etc. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And is, is, is it fine that Connie is on the, the other side of the, the trail here in a different kind of... Oh, yeah. Probably good. Trying to use Dom's idea of angles. <laughs> nice. Well, you know, let's see. Let's see. And nice we're all cool up. with 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 the the smallest of us going off on his own, putting himself in danger. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> well, my it's my a, nervousness good... is so you know, cry on the army comes. Let's say the guys come in here ish. They, they come in, Cryon falls into step with them, gets a message to uh, Elif, but at this point, when he's fallen in step with them, he's really in the firing line for you guys, you know? So he's gonna need to somehow get away from there to allow you guys to bring in the big guns, you know? Unless he's just watching from here and then relaying a message. Not sure. Yeah, or, or even just kind of holding, like, uh, kind of being at the very back of that line. Um, you yeah, should be I could out be of at the, the back and the then most de- of stuff. Yeah. De- depending on what I see, as they move through, I could just end up kind of here next to, next to Connie, potentially. Yeah. And that was kind of what I was thinking, was that you were going to be observing whatever you could, relaying that message, or relaying that any information that you could through Elif, and then... That way, since we're not really springing into action until they hit the pitfall, that would probably give you enough time to get to one or the other of us, either over to Connie or over to McKeck and Elif. Perfect. Yeah. Let's dance. Yeah, uh, let's do this. <laughs> You've set everything up. You got the help of the townsfolk. Uh, you just double-checked in town uh, to make sure that there weren't any other soldiers that might um, might sort of escape or, 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 or hear about your plan. Uh, and to your surprise, there aren't any other soldiers in town. There were like two that weren't a part of that fight, but were very quickly captured by the townsfolk. Um, the town is actually pretty secure now. You think most of the soldiers left 
to bring in whatever this is. Just as a heads up. And uh, I I also would assume that McKeck would have had anyone who was capturing soldiers ask them if they had seen Kalia. Yeah. Yep, nothing more than the other guy knew. Yeah. Can we take a five-minute break before the action starts up? Well, yeah, let me describe then a few things before... And, we'll well, get, and then we'll get a. Can I suggest that before this, our, our ragtag group splits up into their various kind of assigned positions, uh-huh. that we have a moment where we're kind of huddled up, and and Connie will say, "All right, guys, we can do this. We got a bounty, Kalia. We're gonna find her. We're gonna figure out this weapon situation. All we need to know now." What are we calling ourselves? Great. Love that. Um, <clears throat> the explosives? The explosives? Let's call ourselves the explosives. No, I don't, I don't, I'm, not, yeah, I'm not sure if the first name we throw out needs to be the, the one that we do. Yeah. Um, well, I love your enthusiasm, uh, Elif. Um, <laughs> um, I don't know. Bur- uh, no. the, the, the burden, the burden brood. And brew the, uh, the 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 burden buccaneers. The I mean, McKeck, this is something close to your <laughs> heart. This story. One might suggest that, given how they think of us, we could go with beasts of burden. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh! Now I like that because I kind of I have some personal kind of resonance with the term beast because everyone thinks all bugbears are just beasts, you know, which we mm. are. It mm. is true, but also everybody thinks it. So I like that. Yeah. Turtle. I like that too. Yeah, I mean, if you can't do explosives, I guess that's good. <laughs> also, the, the acronym is Bob, which is fantastic. That is. All right. Yeah, Bob, we're Bob. All right, everyone, Paul, uh, Turtle Shell, or whatever in the middle, whatever you got. I mean, you, you want me to lie on the ground? <laughs> I, think, I think maybe you think your hands are shells. I don't know. Wait, yeah, let me look closer. Oh, d- damn! What do you got there? I thought I thought turtles had shells for our hands. Is that not the case? Flip, flippers? flippers? Is that the way to say it? Flippers? <laughs> I, I <laughs> have hands. Fins? All right, ball flipper, short hand, fire <laughs> hand in the middle. On the count of three, we say Bob. One, two, three. Bob! Bob, this feels offensive. I have hands. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you each uh, split up into your own uh, areas. You are trying to control your breathing and as it's getting tense. The rain has, has uh, uh, de-escalated. Uh, it's just kind of sprinkling and misting at this point. Um, yeah, you cry on, you see then the caravan, the lights uh, of torches from, from the soldiers, uh, coming up this way, exactly where you thought they would be coming from, just sort of, uh, north of the forest over here. Um, it's dark. You feel very good about your chances to slip in sort of the back of them. There is one massive cart being pulled by six draft horses. 
generally, it's toward the back. Most of the soldiers are in front of it. Um, you think you'd only have to slip by one or two people to actually look under the, the giant massive tarp that is uh, covering something up in that cart. Would you like to try to sneak in the, there? Uh, yeah, let's... Yeah, let's do that. What would that be? Is that a stealth, stealth, stealth roll? Yeah, stealth check. And I've got message up on you, so you're kind of just constantly hearing Elif going in your head, what's up? Really quietly, so as not to distract you, but so that you can respond. Okay. Come on, Daddy. Uh, I'm, I'm uh, nine, okay? Have you, you had uh, to inspiration at any point? Uh, Elif has got inspiration. That um, wasn't fishing for that. That was literally, I don't know if he had yeah. it. Would know to use I don't it. think Cryon does yet. Well, I maybe, used but... mine in the last battle. I don't have it anymore. Yeah, I don't think Cryon has it yet. Yeah. Um. Okay. So, Cryon, you're trying to. Uh, the two soldiers in the back, two elves, uh, are talking to each other, and uh, you kind of slip by and you walk up to the back of this thing. Um, one of them catches uh the sight of you out of the corner of his eye and says, oh, hello, there. What what are you doing? We're not not supposed to be so close. (laughs) Don't forget. Back up just a little bit. Damn your face. Oh, my God. (laughs) I did not expect expect to roll such a poor roll. Um, We're we're right before going into break. Of course he would. Uh, Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, right before break. Can I... Is there is is there some sort of like charisma check? Can can Cryon kind of say you know? Can he try and convince them? You know, oh, you know, last minute, last minute, um, last last minute induction. Uh, I, I, I'm 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 late, but you know, uh, just I'm here. I'm here for the you know the thing. The the the, the, power of the, <laughs> the thing. Yeah, you're here for the thing. Oh, okay. The skirmish. Yeah, the skirmish. The skirmish. Sure. Uh, yeah, give me a deception check then. Oh. We should have taken that goddamn break. Oh, no. A six. Elif, did you want to throw some inspiration? I don't have any. I used it in the last battle. You want to give me more? I should stop being honest. Yes, I'm throwing in my inspiration. (laughs) Connie, did you have one? I forget. Or did you use it? You might have used it, too. Um, Connie might have gotten inspiration for when he... <laughs> for when he for that it, montage for the, the montage uh, or for the initial my insistence that he shouldn't get healed you would have given me inspiration and then you would not have been able to retract it when I changed yeah. mm, it like that would hold up in court yeah, that's well. a good argument what, airtight <laughs> airtight yeah <laughs> so Cryon yeah you, you say that in well, <laughs> the guard you know. We should have just taken a break. That one's on me. That one's on me. I tried. I tried. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, one of them says, "What do you know? What are you talking about? What? What is your name, soldier?" Bob. Um, <laughs> he just he just oh. accidentally just just spills out of his mouth. Bob. Bob. Um. Bob War. Bob War. War. Bob. 
Bob Walter, Bob Waterson. Um, I'm a I'm a friend of um, Steve's. You know, you know Steve. He's flailing. He's flailing around. Huge droplets of sweat pouring Bob, down his face. Bob Waterson, uh, friend of Steve. No, I'm afraid I don't know any of this. Stay here one moment, and he'll um, sort of, you know. Uh, jog just a little bit past the cart uh, up to a, kind of the larger garrison and one of the soldiers on a horse uh, he starts to speak to him um, the other one puts his hand on your shoulder but he's oh. not exactly looking at you he's uh, focused on the other guy up ahead I gotta say Bob Waterson is at least less conspicuous than Bob War I also feel like in this moment, McKeck turns to Ella. So is it going great? How's it going, Crayon? It's going good. And Crayon, like through gritted teeth, says, "It's not, it's not going great." I, I, I called, I called myself Bob Wall. <laughs> I, I think I got a, I think I got away with it, but they might be on to us. Just to let you know. How, uh, how how are you? How are you guys? <laughs> no signs of action here. Uh, keep us keep us posted. Oh god! Oh my god! So it's going great. <laughs> so no, it's not going great. It's not going great, Macek. Uh, he thinks they might be onto him. But, oh, but we'll just give it a little bit. Give it a little bit. Maybe he can recover. So Cryon, what would you like to do? There's. Uh, it seems like there's uh, two kind of officers talking. One of them, uh, one of the ones, the only one in the back now, has a hand on your shoulder. His gaze is focused on the his friend and the horse guy talking. Um, and you're kind of right behind the major cart here. Oh, I mean, what are my options? Can I, if I, if I yeah. just, if I bounce, then I've blown the whole thing, right? Like they, they know something's happening. Maybe. I've already tried to deceive them. Um, I can't really intimidate. So can I, I can see sort of what's happening, I assume, like this, there, this is out in the open. It's happening at the back end of the cart. You can't see Cryon at all. Okay. You, you, you just see, yeah, you just see the soldiers marching with this giant cart. By process of elimination, would I kind of know he was somewhere around there? And also, I know it's not going well. He thinks they may be on to him. And I yeah. can see the carts, at least, right? Yeah, yeah. You can see the, the major cart. Uh, there's, yeah, the the furthest soldiers, maybe, like, you know, still 50, 60 feet from you. Um, and the crayon's still, like, 120 feet or so. But yeah, you can barely sort of make that out. You're, you know, you're kind of racing through your mind, trying to think of how to help him. Um, McKeck is going to look at uh, Elif and go, I don't know how well this is going to work, but I'll try. Uh, I'm going to use one of uh, my wild shape charges uh, yeah. and shapeshift into a wolf. And then okay. I am going to very, like, as loudly and aggressively as I can, howl towards the horses. <sighs> Make a little distraction. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trying to spook the horses and also hoping that the goblins wolf somewhere in town might echo it. <laughs> yeah. 
All right, you transform uh, into a wolf. You howl. Um, give me an intimidation check uh, as Mekek, technically, since you're performing this, and it's kind of a mental thing. Uh, give me, yeah, Mekek's intimidation with advantage. Okay. A seven. You hear a and then from somewhere further in town, more Um, you don't think you spooked the horses, but you did cause them to stop. They kind of reared back. Uh, Cryon, the guy right next to you is now kind of looking around. He takes his hand off your shoulder, listens. He pulls out a sword and starts to walk away slightly from you. You probably have an opportunity to try something, if you'd like. <clears throat> I mean, he has pretty good stealth. Would, would that be the thing to roll, yeah. a dexterity roll, to, to just try and get into some deep cover as close as that is? Uh, yeah, I mean, you're right behind the cart. You could dive under the, the uh, tarp if you wanted to jump in the cart um, or even try to latch onto the bottom of it, uh, or you could just book it and run away. Uh, I like the idea of jumping onto the bottom of it. That's very Indiana Jones. Um, <laughs> let's. I'll do that. I'll roll. A, okay. I'll roll a dexterity check. Is that the, is that the one to do? Yeah, or, give me, or give me a, an acrobatics check. Yeah, give me an acrobatics check. It's probably a little better for you. Yeah. Come on, luck God, Jesus God, no! Ran over by the cart. All right. <laughs> do I? Can, do I have inspiration for not murdering you with my brain the last time you didn't give me inspiration? <laughs> no, I think no, that no, is no. also an airtight argument. <laughs> Thank you, Lena. You didn't. Yeah. <laughs> you, you roll quickly underneath the cart, uh, latch on to the bottom of it. Um, however, you hear a clank clank as there's kind of like a trap door that you just latched onto with your hands. You fall smack into the mud. Uh, give me a dexterity saving throw as the horses start up again um, to see if you can hold on to this now trap door underneath, uh, dragging through the mud. Do you remember back in session two or three, Dom, when you said that you thought you felt like you were in good hands, in Andy's hands? <laughs> and and Adam and I were like, no, that, that impulse is wrong and will lead you to bad things. <laughs> so just click on the word dexterity down there. Nice. Oh, not, not terrible, not terrible. A 16. A 16 is one more than you needed. Okay. <laughs> um, which means uh, your, your going up in dexterity tonight was definitely the right move. Nice. Yes, sir. Uh, so the worm has turned. The, you, you latch on underneath the cart to a trap door. It opens underneath you, or, or from the top of you. You fall back into the mud, but are just barely able to hang on to the wood. It jingles a bit. Um, but you scramble up this little trap door, uh, shut it again, and you are inside now the cart itself, underneath the tarp. And the first thing that hits your senses, it's dark in here, but it's a powerful kind of musty, wet fur smell. Mm -hmm. 
And then something next to you, something giant moves. Oh my god. Just a little bit. And you hear a Hang on, hang on. Is this like a pr- <laughs> just like a presidential car? They bring you through the president of the United States. And that's, you know, it's kind of and that's said the... it's wet fur, right? It smells of wet fur. Yeah. Made yeah. A mild grunting noise. Uh-huh. <laughs> musty smell. <laughs> yep. Yep. Hundred percent. It's a presidential parade. I'm sorry. Let's not bring politics. <laughs> No, please. As yeah, we love let's, it. Let's let's always bring in politics. As the wind kicks up, there's a, a flap then toward the front of the cart that kind of billows. Uh, a bunch of the firelight from the soldiers now bounces off of what you are in here with, and you see the face in front of you of a giant elk, an incredibly massive but beautiful creature. Mm. And you see the manacles on its hooves, similar in make to the ones that shocked you and your friends in the, uh, in the burden prison. This seems to be the precious cargo coming into town tonight, and you're not at all sure what to make of it. Hmm. And hey, why don't we take a break there? <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> okay. So a mass, a mass, a huge deer is basically what's, yeah. what's the cargo? Giant horns. Yeah. Uh, it, it seems to be sedated or almost sleeping at the moment. Um, yeah. And it's manacled with those shocky okay. manacles. Yeah. Always a great sign. Yeah. Interesting. All right. Interesting. Yeah, let's take a break there. Uh, go to the bathroom, get something to drink. Come on back, uh, you know, ten minutes or so. And uh, sorry about the rolls, you dude. Sorry about the rolls. I'll be better in the second half. Oh, it was great. <laughs> it was great. Don't apologize. Bad it was rolls. So close. Bad rolls are so fun. They're my favorite part of D and D. Yeah, that was Gosh. really close. Yeah, was. I love it. I love right. it. We'll be back in just right. a moment, everybody. All right, I'll see you in a sec. <laughs> Thanks. This has been Dom and Dragons, presented by Helpful Goat Gaming. If you enjoyed what you heard and want to hear more, check out our main Dungeons & Dragons campaign, The Fates of Rin, right here in the Goats & Dragons podcast feed. You can also check out our other podcast, Helpful Goat Presents, where we play one-shots, shorter campaigns, as well as have conversations about D&D and role-playing in general. You can follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at HelpfulGoat, and if you want to hear us play live, you can follow and subscribe to us on Twitch at twitch.tv helpfulgoat. You can also chat with us and other Helpful Goat fans in our brand new Discord or donate to our coffee page to help us keep creating content by clicking the links in this episode description. And last but not least, please consider rating and reviewing us on Apple Podcasts, Podcast Addict, or Stitcher. We are a small independent game design firm and would really appreciate the support. Thank you so much for joining us, and we'll see you next time. Is that celery you got down? A little piece of celery. Nice. Um, fruit smoothie, generally of blackberries and blueberries. There's a bunch of turmeric and cayenne pepper in there because I fucking love spicy shit. Nice. And uh, the rest of the tequila. 
That's tequila and coke. Is tequila and coconut water. I don't want to. Oh, okay. God damn it, man. Cheers. <laughs> cheers. Yeah, there you go. Cheers, cheers Adam. I know. I don't. Cheers, 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 guys. Cheers, cheers, cheers Lena. Cheers. <laughs> nice. Cheers, going. No, no. It's a, it's probably about that much tequila. The rest of it is coconut water. Awesome. I'm nice. English, but I'm not Keith Richards. <laughs> <laughs>